Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Secret Filmmakers Society Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua JT, alongside Jay Wills. And we are here for a very, 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 very special episode. We have a guest host. We have a guest today, guys. We have a guest today. Our first of many yeah yeah this actually no this is the first time we've had like a guest with like all of us here so you're blessing that and we know this is your number so let me get into it guys today i'm talking to you guys right now listening we got jody ann beckford should i not say the last name or should i say the last name that's fine it's my government name go ahead yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys sure, it's okay. <laughs> yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with that all right i was just checking i should have checked in before this is why i'm like yo is there anything that you want me to not say that Good. So we got Jody Ann Beckford on the podcast. Jody Ann is a photographer. Jody Ann actually has her own podcast as well called the E Project. If you guys don't know about that, you better listen to that as well. After yes, the check episode. it out, check it out, check, check it, it out, check it, check it out. DJ, bring it back. So, uh, Jody Ann, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and let them know anything that like they should know about who Jody Ann is. Oh, who am I? That's very yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, no, like you said, I'm a photographer. Um, I have a podcast. I grew up in the good old Shwa, Oshawa. Wasn't born there though. I'm American, dual citizenship. Really? Big up, big up. I didn't know that. The yeah. Shwa. From where? Uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm American. Dual citizenship. Dual. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, why are you ask here? Me if <laughs> Yo, trust me, every time I'm like, why am I here? But then I'm like, oh, Trump's there now. So mm. that's why I'm here. Okay, but yes. I mean, I had Makes all sense. that time before when, you know. To to jo- uh, to go, but I didn't. But I definitely plan on joining and doing a lot of creative stuff out there. Dope. But yeah. I'm pretty simple, yeah. Okay, scrolling through E Project right now. Thank Let's you. see. Oh yeah, man. Random kind of- stuff. Actually, you know what? Not even random stuff. <laughs> what uh, what motivated you to start this like yeah. this platform? Mm-hmm. It's more than a podcast. When like as I'm scrolling through, it's more than a podcast. It's a mm-hmm. platform. Yes. So yeah, like, what's your inspirations behind this? Okay, well, oh, we getting deep today. <laughs> we getting real deep. <laughs> so, okay, I was living in Ottawa actually when I started it. Um, it was just a blog when I first did it. It wasn't a podcast, and I was going through a pretty rough time. Um, a little depressed. I shouldn't say little. I was I was very depressed, and I just needed something creative to just kind of get me out of my own head. So I figured, you know, why not? interview people mm-hmm. and ask them some questions i've always been really nosy um and it just honestly hearing sto- stories i felt like was a good way to kind of help me get motivated and seeing what keeps them motivated basically in turn keep get me motivated mm. so i started doing that i'd meet up with them um because i'm a photographer i would mm. take their portraits yeah. and then um i get them to write in this black book so instead of also just interviewing them i wanted them to kind of write a note not necessarily to me yeah. but just if someone else were to read it just some more inspiration or motivation for someone so that actually has helped me as well because i would go through the book and get re-inspired and oh, you know keep oh, so going like, go and read it i would definitely go through and read oh, okay, it yeah okay, okay. so yeah i was just in a really low place and i just need something to kind of like a pick-me-up kind of thing and then it's just kind of snowballed from there mm-hmm. was the podcast before the photography or was the photography before the podcast uh photography was before the podcast okay, okay. yeah so how'd you so, get photography so photography again ottawa okay <laughs> so okay. when i moved to ottawa yeah. actually i don't know if i said it the first time yeah. so i was living in ottawa and uh my cousin has a company godspeed communications mm-hmm. and at the time he was just start, kind of just starting out probably a year 
in. Mm-hmm. It's like a marketing branding company. Oh, there you go. And he needed as now he needed like an assistant. He's not really he, at the time it, was, it wasn't really the best at you know emails and like administrative stuff. Gotcha. So he's like, hey, do you want to move to Ottawa and help me out? And I was like, hey, sure, why not? I wasn't really, I didn't have any major commitments work-wise living in Toronto at the time. So I moved there. Um, he taught me the, you know, the basics, ISO, shutter, um, F-stop. And then basics. I just kind of took it from there. And literally YouTube was my school. He literally was like, learn these three things and and do your thing and you'll be good. YouTube, anything you need to know, obviously I'm here to help you along the way. And so I guess in a sense, although he gave me those tips and he would help me, I still say I'm self-taught mm-hmm. because I didn't go to school at all. Yeah. Everything I've learned, including editing, yeah. especially with video, has been yeah. on Everything YouTube. is on YouTube. And Google, nice. literally. Nice. So. Self-taught, self-motivated, no structure behind it. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, Google. Hey, Google, shut, shut up. Okay, <laughs> We just canceled Google, guys. Wow. All that for you. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Google Home just be trying to jump in as the fourth uh, member of this podcast today, but uh, yeah, let her chill. <laughs> you have to oh, X that. Um, so for for a lot of what, what? <laughs> I don't even know how it turned on though. Like we didn't say hey Google, we didn't say any of that. I t- you said she's only listening, <laughs> she's so always listening. she's yeah, yeah. fasting up she's herself. Like, Yo, you didn't have to talk to her. She's like just jumping. Into shit. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So if you had to give an elevator pitch about E Project. Here's your here's your here's your thirty seconds, starting. Here's, oh God! Shoot! 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 Now, all right. So my name is Jody M. Beckford. I'm the host of the E Project podcast. The E Project is a platform where I interview creative entrepreneurs um, to share their stories. And the whole my whole goal is just that I want people to hear and get sorry wow i want people to get motivated by hearing real stories from people that look like them um i do interview a lot of people of color i do everybody but i do specifically um go, try to do people of color that are doing really dope stuff so i find when you see yourself representation is huge so when you see yourself it helps to motivate you and you know make you keep going perfect <laughs> that, was that was there it is that was no, no, that was. I mean, I would have said more. Oh my god! <laughs> no, you have thirty seconds. You have 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, elevator pitch. The elevator pitch because, like, say if you run into someone in the elevator, it's like, yeah. yo, it's like, oh, I, there's more to say. It's like, yo, but this is my floor. I'm getting off. Like, peace. It's like, all right, <laughs> nah, let me follow nah, you. It's like, hey, why toward, are you following me? Like, you're fucking weird the end now. Of this, I will do another elevator. Pitch. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. That was perfect though. I like that one. Before, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Because one thing, I don't even think I have an elevator pitch. I, I, I do. You my do? elevator What's pitch yours? is amazing. Yeah, my name is Jay Rose. I shoot videos and they're fucking amazing. <laughs> oh. Nice to meet you. Why are they amazing? <laughs> my videos are amazing. Oh. <laughs> Here they are. <laughs> I showed them. Like, it opens. Like, I, I do the weirdest thing sometimes. I don't even really, I don't have an elevator pitch to be honest. Like, okay. I just say random things. I You get to know people and then after, after you get to know people, they're like, yo, what do you do? Like, who are you? And it's mm. like, oh, this is what I do. Like, and they're like, oh, sick. Like, mm. you actually do something. I'm like, yeah, I do something. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> so like, you good? He's like, yeah. good. Am I good? good? <laughs> I am fucking exceptional. I've had the um, best comeback since 20. <laughs> you know, the best tiger. Um, tiger? Um, 
Okay, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um, Let's focus this now. Let's focus this. Right. This is the part where we can always so, edit. <laughs> so I love the whole shit. reason, the, you know, this is perfect to have someone in today's podcast because we want to actually talk about promotion of of each other. It's actually a, it's a big topic right now. A lot of people are talking about it. Oh, we want to get to that. I'm I'm seeing a lot of people actually like tweeting about it, mm-hmm. posting shit on Instagram. Their story, their main feed. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, seen Mr. Lewin. He dropped something. The other oh, day. shout out to and Aaron! A lot of yeah. people were, were were reposting it, but it's real. And like when you think about it, Bird Box, Netflix, whatever. How like whatever order, like whatever. Yeah. So Netflix didn't put no money into marketing. Um, the producers, marketers, like everything for Bird Box didn't put nothing into it. Uh, they just dropped the movie, and by chance, because it had like these moments that were meme worthy or whatever the case is, everyone's talking about it. And because everyone's talking about it, everyone's like, "Oh shit, what are you talking about? Let me go watch it." Um, so it raises the question where it's like, why can't we do that for each other? Why can't we do that? Why can we only do that when when people see that there's like a celebrity attached to it? Or, or or something like that. So you know, I'm not even gonna let Josh talk about this right now. <laughs> Jordan, let's. I want to hear what you have to say because your platform actually allows for promotion of other people and like what they do. Mm. So like, what's your take on on this whole this whole topic? I like how you tie that all in together. Right. <laughs> she. Um, so basically, a cross promotion. Yeah, cross promotion. So others, I mean, yeah, like I think it's important for people to promote each other if their work is dope. If it's quality work, just you should promote it. You should always it shouldn't be a oh, how many followers do they have or who do they know? Or if I if I reshare their stuff, Mm -hmm. um, will someone they know notice it and then notice me like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have like a. Like your intent behind your intent it. shouldn't yeah. it shouldn't be greed. Like it should just be a genuine. Like I love this person's mm-hmm. work. It's dope. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have two hundred followers, but their work is super quality and it's really really good. So I don't, I don't know. I for me specific, I don't like. I don't go after people to interview just because they have a high following. I, I've interviewed people that have like four hundred followers. It doesn't matter. They're just doing dope work, and I feel like their work should be recognized. So you go yeah. for like quality, pretty much. I go for quality. Yeah. I go for consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, I genuinely every person that I've interviewed, I've been interested in them. I have. I've gotten obviously referral recommendations for people to interview, sure. but I will go and research that person and see the work that they do, and I'm like, wow, this is really dope. I like this. Mm-hmm. I've never or my mindset has never been to interview someone for the sake of, oh, they're really popular or this will get me a lot of likes. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like the interview itself won't even be genuine. It'll be very just flat. So, like it, uh, it, you can't, I don't know. I won't be as into it as if I was, if I actually yeah. went out of my way to research this person and mm-hmm. really enjoy their work. You know, it's very interesting. Like I feel like when I look at myself, um, and it's so, it's so easy to talk, from like your own perspective, mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to find a way to um, to like I don't I don't want to say share people I don't want to like I'm trying to think the best way to explain this, but it's kind of hard for me to share people's work or repost not be not in like a selfish way, but more so because I want to have I want to I want to have a, a, a creative way of sharing people's work. I don't want it to just be a simple repost where it's like that doesn't hurt either, but I, mm. I definitely 
I'm definitely always trying to find a creative approach to anything I do. I think that's something that I'm tr- I'm trying to change where I'm just like going to like organically just start sharing stuff more. But but that, I feel like that shows your heart though. That shows yeah. your intent. Like you yeah. care. Mm-hmm. Like you're not just like you said, you're not just going to repost just for the sake of yeah, like for yeah, you yeah. you want to do more because you see their dope work and you're like, "Oh man, I wish I could just do more." Than it, just a, a It's repost. one thing it's one thing to sh- to repost someone's stuff, but mm-hmm. like if there's a way to do it creatively where it's like... Mm. So hold on, let me ask you a question. So you're saying pretty much in the way of like, example, with Joanne has a podcast. Mm-hmm. That's a way that she's sharing people's work, sharing people's, what they're doing, but like within a confined curated way. Like you're saying trying to find like a curated way to kind, share? Kind of, yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of like that. But like there also needs to be like an immediate, an immediate response kind of effect where it's like if someone posts something that's really dope, like the other day, or sometime in 2018, I think someone did that. The bridge that thing? recap. There was that bridge thing, and everyone started posting and sharing it. That was really dope. Are talking about the Drake recap? There's that too. Those those are two things that Bro, everyone started was sharing. Was that the same guy? No, it's not. It's two different people. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, those are two things where it's like people are sharing it. But, like, for the Drake one, is it were people sharing it because Drake was attached to it? Because he has other work that people weren't really sharing. But it's like resharing it because Drake was attached to it. Mm-hmm. Resharing it because like whatever, because people were seeing his work before and be like, oh, this is dope, this is dope. But no one was like, oh, this is dope. You need to see this. You know what I mean? And it's like even yeah, the the bridge thing. Like there there was nothing really attached to that, but like everyone was sharing it. But it's like everyone was sharing it because they couldn't do it. People people often find that if they're gonna share something that they can do. They, it's like oh shit I'm mm. fucking I'm undercutting myself mm. you know what I mean that's the mindset that's the mindset of a lot of like people that. a lot of people a lot of people are greedy where it's like yo money's gonna be like people are gonna take money from me one thing though <laughs> shout out to your voice right now it's, it's super deep super nah, pause, my nigga. <laughs> You got that vitamin D. Yeah, I've never heard this guy go. like I'm literally looking at you and I'm hearing this voice I'm like well, who is that <laughs> <laughs> So shout out with the, with the extra bass today, Yo. bro. <laughs> you know what? You got to be true. You got a bass in there still. I was like, okay. I got was some, drawn in. I was like, oh, got wow. some very white in his voice today, bro. It's <laughs> some more tea. <laughs> no, but that, that is one thing. Um, Yeah, I, I never thought about it that way. The one thing I would think with the sense of like promotion and sharing and stuff like that, people's stuff. I guess, yeah, curating it is, is like one of the first thoughts that probably comes to my mind as well um in a in a way to share it where it's creative i guess or it's or i think it's more in an organic way where it doesn't seem forced it doesn't seem coerced it doesn't seem like the norm and i guess that's another thing of i guess creatives trying to find a way of like how do i showcase this in a way like example your podcast obviously showcases things in a perfect way right because it's like Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you were. No, no, no. Everyone, for everyone listening, Josh is using hand signals. So I don't even know what he's doing. You said perfect, and I was like, oh, continue. No, no. Honestly, I've listened to the podcast many times, and I've like, I I enjoy it. I like it. And then it's Mm -hmm. like the way, again, you're showcasing people in a way where it's. It's the way you want to showcase it. And it's curated mm-hmm. by you in the way you want to curate it, which mm-hmm. I, I enjoy and I like. And it's like you can digest that and it feels organic in a sense. It doesn't feel chorus. It doesn't feel like it's forced. It doesn't feel like it's just like slapping something on, like check this, like mm. and expecting people to check it. It seems like yeah, there's more work yeah. involved 
to get people to check it. Oh, it's the video. Listen, those videos that mm-hmm. I do the highlights yeah. was a complete accident. Mm-hmm. It was just supposed to be photos because mm-hmm. I was not a videographer. Mm-hmm. I could only do photos. Yeah. So um, when I my first episode was, was with um, Michael Russo from Oxgod. Oxgod, yo, shout so out to Mike, Oxgod. Right? Oxgod, so he was my first. All right, So he was my first episode, and he brought his friend Shamin, Shamin Miller, mm-hmm. along with him, and she was shout just learning. Too. Oh yeah, shout out Shamin. I, I She's found dope. Her, I think I don't know if I found her off of your thing, but I think like the YouTube. She's channel, in Florida I now, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, I don't know. She's dope. and her Instagram, her video she's stuff everywhere. <laughs> listen, she's grown so much. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so she came along, and she was like, "Oh, he's like, I have a friend. She's mm. she wants to just get some, you know, behind the scenes clips of me. She's just starting out in video." Dope. I'm like, "Sure." So long story short, she got enough clips mm-hmm. to make like she's like, "Hey, I can make a little um, teaser for you yeah. if you want to add that for the episode, and you mm. can put the audio from the a podcast." I was yeah. like. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. I did, I was like, so she's like, when you get the audio, send it to me. So mm-hmm. I sent it to her. She made this video, and I was like, I for me, I was yeah. like, holy, yeah. how am I going to keep up with this? This mm-hmm. is crazy. Next thing you know, she offers yeah. to continue, and she goes, I'll keep. Oh. I'll just come. I want to practice, so mm-hmm. I'll come on and do the videos with you. Um, but you know, people get busy, things happen. Um, sure. She she did amazing work for me. I think mm-hmm. probably like seven episodes. Dope. But then after probably uh, yeah, after the seven, she got really busy. Mm-hmm. So I. I didn't have anyone else. So at the time, I just met O'Shane. Shout yeah. out O'Shane hey, Howard. Shout out O'Shane too. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so he was also just starting out yeah. in video. See. So he's like, yeah, I I'll, I mm. don't mind doing the videos with you. So yeah. he took over. He's done like probably over 20 episodes. Okay, dope. And then um, life happens again. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. Get busy. for sure. We'll get busy. That's and then, um, so I was like, you know what? I'm, I need to take the initiative to learn as well. Because yeah. I want to learn video. Mm. So I started learning video. And so now I do the videos. Dope, dope. So it was, just, it was like a beautiful accident. Yeah. Um. But the videos are really important, and I feel like it really helps to showcase the person even more. You get mm-hmm. a, a straight visual. You not only see the photo, but now mm-hmm. you see a video of the person interacting in whatever they're mm-hmm. doing, and mm-hmm. then you or you're also hearing their voice. Do you find that like? Well, I guess because of the first episode, you had a video to go along with it from the jump. Yeah, from the jump, yeah. So I guess it's kind of hypothetically speaking. Um. Do you find that like it's easier to push or promote the podcast with visuals attached to it and video attached to it, or is it? Um, I would say yes. Now, at first, yeah. I didn't think so. I was yes, like, oh, yeah. no one cares about the videos. Like, yeah, yeah. You thought people would care more about the the, the photos audio. and oh, the and photo. the okay. audio. Like, I was like, oh, people want to see like pictures. You know, yeah. it's it's Instagram. People mm-hmm. tap tap whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you're gonna see a photo. And then I got to I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna do a video, whatever. Yeah. And then I just I asked for feedback though. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, no, we really like the videos. I'm like, y'all like the videos. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I just kept it. But so now, 100, percent I feel if I ever got rid of the videos, mm-hmm. it would be it would people yeah. would notice because I've. True. Done it. I'm at fifty nine episodes now, mm-hmm. so it would be like a where the video where's the video? Yeah, like you know, it makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. and, and For, you know what? Now where things are going, I feel like video is so important, and I didn't know that at the time. So I, I'm kind of like again, it's a beautiful yeah. accident. Got you. I was gonna ask with like the photography, like what's like your main like what kind of would you if you had to like categorize yourself, put yourself in a box, what kind of photographer would you say you are? I would say where I'm rebranding myself to okay. be is I would say a commercial lifestyle yeah. commercial photographer, gotcha. more into the branding side. Gotcha. So I love branding, I love marketing. Mm-hmm. So I want to do more brand work with not just like big brands, mm-hmm. but local businesses. Um, and like, you know, whatever business you have, yeah. I want to help you, you know, just give you good visuals for mm-hmm. your brand, enhance your brand, so like visually. products, stuff like that. So I'm yeah. trying to go towards that. 
Dope, dope, dope. And enhance my <laughs> video stuff. AJ. This is natural state, though, when we do the fire. <laughs> yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Present. Yeah, man. So, like, the one thing, I guess, going back to what we were speaking about earlier with the whole distribution and, like, the whole promotion of things in general. Also, just, like, the fact of, like, trying to get your stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like now the world is noisy as hell. Like, it's very noisy. Like, in the sense of, like, it's hard to kind of differentiate what's what. It's just you're bombarded with so much content in general. Just in general. Anywhere you go. YouTube, social, Instagram. Like, the only thing that I feel like is not bombarding you is old school television. You know what I mean? On cable, (laughs) that's it. Um, So, it's like, with that being said, like, where do you... Like, do you have an idea or do you have a... Well, you know what? Do you have a plan? Because if you have a plan, let me know. I'm right. to take your plan. No, no. But do you have a plan? Or do you? Where do you see like the best way for people trying to like break through the noise, I guess, and get stuff noticed in general, and just distribute their stuff in general? Like we said, like Netflix had their. Well, said so Netflix had like the bird box, and people just shared that on their own. Mm-hmm. I play devil's advocate to that. Netflix is kind of like already this huge platform, so it's like exactly. No matter what goes out on there, it's gonna find its way to people what happens when you have like don't have that platform how do you get that out there like what's your thoughts on that because you do a good job of getting the podcast out there okay thank is you. it oh actually i'm gonna let you talk before i because that's gonna give you a <laughs> no say, say what you say i'll say right um honestly it's very for me it's very simple mm-hmm. like after listening to a lot of these you know there's et hip-hop guy he does a lot of motivational speaking who's that um, oh eric thomas eric thomas gotcha. yeah um abbreviating and of course gary v whatever <laughs> yeah. so Child what i picked up on is consistency mm-hmm. like i you you won't get awareness unless you you're mm-hmm. you're um you're wow i can't talk yeah. <laughs> you can't have awareness unless you put yourself out there true so i feel like and you're and being consistent mm-hmm. i feel like consistency is very important mm-hmm. um in people remembering you um yeah yeah that's i, I don't I, know to I, me that's what, for me i feel yeah. like that's what's worked for me being consistent 100%. there's times where i've missed a week or so but yeah. I'm still, even if I don't post, I'm always on my stories mm. or I'm posting maybe a quote or something on my feed, even mm. if I haven't posted an episode. So I let people know I'm still, hello, I'm still I'm here. I'm still here. I'm yeah. still alive. Yeah. We're still standing. We're still strong. Episode, and also communicating. I feel like communication is huge um, with the community that you built online. So, you know, asking them questions, um, letting them know, hey, episode's not going to be up this week, but let's talk. Like I have uh, conversations mm. like that just to, you know, keep, keep that going. momentum going. Mm, true consistency it's, that's something that we should uh <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been talking about this. i'm sitting here scrolling trying to fact check do my nardwar <laughs> right on the uh on everything because <laughs> i want to come back i want to come back to what you're saying about yeah. anything on netflix mm-hmm. kind of like oh like anything can off. pop or take off you know but, what? yeah go ahead that's like that's like saying anything on YouTube can pop off. You know what I mean? It's it's a ne- it's a network. Or it's a platform where it's like people go and they scroll through it and like there's videos to watch, right? Um, there's so many. There's so much different things, and it's like it's all about pointing people there. There's so much. There's so much films on Netflix that you don't know about, or that are hidden. They're not on the main screen. That's true. And they could be Netflix originals. <laughs> there's or some categories that are like the there's fire. categories, there's hidden categories, like all that, all those types of things. Like loving vampires, some next, yeah. Like you know, there's always there's always a way to push things so that way you know people people can see it. Um, and it's just getting people to realize that pushing other people's work doesn't take 
anything away from you. Mm. So mm. I think I think it's I think overall it's a shift in mentality, uh, and I don't know when it's gonna start. I don't know when people are gonna finally wake up. Mm-hmm. I know that we all, especially in Toronto, we all feel like there's not enough work to go around. But when once you're doing it and you realize like you're too busy to even have a life, you're like, yo, there is enough work to go around. Um, and what's the hardest part about it is like promoting shit that's like it's not just your friend's work True. Like, mm. i can't sit here and be like just promoting like josh's work why not or, <laughs> your work is trash <laughs> you're fucking trash and you guys both do films so mm. you know, you know what i mean like it's I've, okay to share i've, ne- oh, I've never mm. i've never once mm. sat here and like said yo i can't per- i can't promote my boy Josh for what he's doing because we do the same thing. I can't per, like promote my next boy. The my biggest problem that I've had is like when people are asking me why don't I do certain things and I'm like, yo, because one of my friends is doing it and like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to ruin their chances or or fuck up their 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 future with like whatever it is that they're doing or mm-hmm. like their income. I don't know if that's like their main source or mm-hmm. their only source of income. Mm-hmm um so it's like if i do that now they're they're screwed you know what i mean like how are they how are they gonna eat type of things and it's like yo if there's enough money to go around like yo that friend is gonna reach out and be like yo hey i need help doing whatever it is like the other day Mm -hmm. somebody got a job and he just knew the capacity of it and he reached out and he's like yo come help me do this and it's like when I went to go do the job, the guy's like, oh, yo, how come you're here too? And I'm like, yo, because the capacity of the work is at this. And it's like, as long as you're, as long as you're like loyal to your friends, you treat them right, you know, the whole promoting each other and stuff like that. No one's going to ever want to take opportunities away from you. And everyone's always going to want to like try to share and like give the opportunities as well. So it's like, like I said, it's just a shift in mentality. So that way we're all like we're all eating there's enough to go around for everyone <laughs> there's there's yeah. enough the camera on now. everybody eats everybody eats man everybody <laughs> eats man <laughs> no i feel i feel like that way you know what i've seen that way like a lot of people talking about that again like the aaron post i saw that mr lewin um i should say mr lewin. i'm out here just giving government names for everybody <laughs> bro yeah like mr lewin like i saw that post um and like a lot of people talking about that pushing your friends work and promoting and stuff like that um and it's something I do believe in. I just think there's, there's, it's, it depends. I think it's, I think one thing, again, playing devil's advocate too, I think a lot of people are expecting it kind of like in this level of like, your social media is the only way to share people's work, mm-hmm. which is the thing. But like, there's many people where I have told stuff about on text one-on-one more than just blasting it out. And I think that's one thing too, is like, I, me personally speaking for myself, like my social media is a... I keep it as it's a, it's my business page. Like I have, I don't want to say this because then people might try to search for it, but I have two pages, two Instagrams, one personal, one business. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I won't, my business one is literally, it's like for business. So I keep it, I don't want people to get confused. Like, you know what I mean? If you're a photographer, you could post other people's stuff. Yes. If you do video, you can post other people's stuff. But then there's also, I feel like a confusion state for it where people come in, they're like, oh, did you do this? Or you didn't do this? Like, you know what I mean? And it, it just gets kind of muddy in there. Mm-hmm. So my thing mostly about it is like, I tell people like one-on-one, like if I see someone has something, I've literally will call someone like, yo, I know this person's looking for this, blah, 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 Ray Tay Tay. Um, where I was going with this, I'm going to backtrack and try to remember, but at this meantime, <laughs> my main thing with that whole, uh, yeah, like back to what uh, the, that post with that, with promoting everything like that. I think it just really depends on... Um, 
it's like you said, good work, uh, quality work, and all that kind of stuff. And then it's really just like I don't know. I want to play devil's advocate so bad to this shit. Go for <laughs> it. I can, and I want to be the Joe Budden of this podcast right now. But it's like. <sighs> Then it does scream into this thing of like just like trying to have your work just like why the fucking people sharing my stuff just share my stuff share my stuff it kind of goes to this greedy standpoint again like that see now and that's that's why I was saying like for me personally it's it's about finding a creative way to do it so it's not just always like yeah share my stuff too share my stuff too it's like there's more thought behind it versus like hey let me click a repost button or screenshot it and put it in my story type thing it's it's creating something so that way people people can look at it through whatever like through whatever like channel you might even develop like me personally i'm working on something and it'll eventually be it'll eventually be like a platform that helps like shows people's work in a in a very real way I'm not even gonna get into it right now. Why don't you tell us, bro? So we can steal that shit. What is it? Why don't you tell us? So all our listeners can be like, oh, he's smiling from ear to ear. This guy's getting this side eye. (laughs) Yo, one other thing I want to talk about. Okay, so this is something I have an idea for. And you know what? I don't mind putting this idea out here because Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't care if I don't do this. Okay. If someone else does it, it's it's better for the industry as a whole. But no one will do it like you. That too. But maybe I feel like this this idea is different. It's not really a, in the sense of a creative idea, in the sense of like creating something. It's more of creating a platform. So, oh, well, it's creating another platform. But basically, like we have Glassdoor, right? Mm-hmm. And people go on and rate websites, and they rate—I mean, sorry, they rate—they rate, they rate um, companies they've worked with after they leave. In the sense of like, oh, this company was great. I give it a five out of this because of whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in the creative community, and everyone, I guess, because it's the beginning of the year, everyone's been saying this because it's the same stuff that's going on. In the sense of like, we're all like. January comes, everyone's in this like slump, this lull. It's the vacation time. All corporate companies go on vacation, blah, blah, blah. So everything that was done prior to vacation of Christmas holidays is like, you know, now you're coming back. You're you're chasing those invoices. You're chasing that. those like, yo, where's my checks at? You know what I mean? And then obviously companies are like, like, have you dealt with brands working with like some corporate brands in the sense of it's just that idea with that middleman thing. It's sense like of the money goes in, and well, once you hit, once you guys both sign off on the completion, then the money goes through, type thing. Well, in the sense of like when brands were like they race you, like oh we need this project done. Oh Can yeah, you yeah. like get this done in like three weeks or something? Oh you yeah. Know, like, you're, There's you're, a meme yeah. the other day that we actually shared Yo, yeah. where it's like <laughs> where it's like clients clients looking for edits and it's like the guy sprinting oh, and then yeah. after and then after it's like when you're looking for the check and after it's, it's like, like, a it's, like, it's, like it's like a chicken a turtleneck like just this casually strolling through a park oh and that's what i'm talking about so my idea is like if we can have a site that could like be like glassdoor.ca or .com or whatever it is but like okay. it's literally where and it has to become a standard. It can't just be a site where it's just like, okay, only creatives go on this. Okay. But a standard that like allows corporate brands where it holds them accountable for um, being like one timely with paychecks and money. Because like, again, freelancers, content creators, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, whatever, they're waiting. Like literally like that's the income for the business coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that's the idea I would want to have a website like that where like they Yo, like want in a tech, good rating just make on this that. idea. I love this. Someone so a creative it. would rate would their rate experience the comp- with the client, with the, cli- thank the client you. Yes. or company, the client or company. Because it can be a small business or a big, or a big whatever. Business. It's mainly Ooh, more for the bigger you know, business you know, because okay. the bigger businesses no, they take their time, right? They, yeah, yeah, that's they true. Do. Small businesses you know, pay you know, right you away. Know one thing that I will say though, and this 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 kind of goes for, I think that I think that in any given time somebody or something can change that makes them get better and i know it's like a track record is a track record like if you have a horrible track record you have a horrible track record but like at some point in time when you realize like you've been screwing up and you're like all right shit let me get my stuff together Mm -hmm. let me like be better especially like at the beginning of your career you're gonna be a certain way and there's gonna be a time where you might get a little like lazy with certain things and this is like even from being like or as being a creative, it's like at the beginning you're super hungry. You're like you're trying to learn shit. Then after once you really learn everything, you're like people start treating you a certain way. Then you're like off. Oh, like you get lazy in a way because your work becomes a chore now, and it's not so much fun. Because it's work now. It's work. Yeah, it's work, at that point. it's work. But you know what? Work can be fun. Um, the other day I did I did I did something, and I had fun with it. And then after. When the client started like getting back at us, on top of the fact, actually, you know, I'm not gonna get details, but um, yeah, when the client kind of got back and was like asking for like for certain edits, when I wasn't even supposed to edit it, it was just like, oh, I had fun, like I had fun. I'm just like, yeah, oh, what are we talking about? Peep this, and then after it's like, yo, can you edit this? Can you edit this? It's like, yo, what the? F-? I'm like, yo, first of all, we weren't supposed to edit. I just like, I just had fun with mm. this. Like, this is this is hilarious to me. And then it started becoming a chore. And I'm like, I don't even want to do this no more. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you guys have the footage. Just like recut it to be the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, that was, that was pretty much that. But I don't know, man. Those Like you can have fun with, mm-hmm. you can have fun with your work. But that's why now, like the way that I'm approaching things is if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. If I can't extract something from it where I'm going to have fun with it, I'm not going to do it. Um, if there's not a lot of money in it, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'd like money doesn't really mean anything to me anymore at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah. What does that mean? Money doesn't mean anything to it me. Means, yo, there's a billionaire, bro. We don't, it doesn't matter, bro. It's not that, it's not, it's not even <laughs> no, like that. I'm it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm in no way like, <laughs> like financially girl, like comfortable. No, I, <laughs> I I I made certain certain sacrifices mm-hmm. to to learn new things and I went and I got a nine to five. So now I'm gonna be exploring new techniques with like editing and like compositing, CGI and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's something new that's that's happening for me. So with all the extra stuff that that comes around, I'm able to say yes and no to things that I'm passionate got about. You. Okay. And and um, I'm also able to like adventure, take adventures with with my own personal stuff and like call up my friends and be like, yo, I put aside X amount of money. Let's go do this now. Before we only used to be able to talk about like, yo, let's do this, but we don't have money for it. But now it's like, all right, cool. If I could put aside some money to do these things and get some backing from whoever, then like, cool, like we go do it. If like Nike wants to do something, I could go do something with Nike if like, you know, the funds are right or if mm-hmm. the project's like something I want to do. Um, and other brands too, not just Nike, but like a lot of local brands I work with as well, like Get Fresh, mm-hmm. um, Legends League and stuff like that. But 
yeah, like things like that. Like, I think those that's the approach that I, I want to take so that way I'm more comfortable with my work. And like half the things that I've done, actually more than half the things that I've done, you will never see it. No one will see it. I would never put that stuff in my portfolio. Why? Because I don't like it. There's a lot of stuff on my Instagram where it's like, that's not the final project. Like, it's not what the project was even. But there's certain frames that I, that I really like. Because I just like my cinematography, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, sick. I edit, like, something together out of that. And I put it together. Like, that's, like, my portfolio. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's my approach with a lot of things that I've been doing. That's my approach moving forward. And, like, even now that I can focus in with, like, this 9 to 5 that I got, mm-hmm. I can focus in on, like, just doing passion stuff. I don't know. We'll see where it takes me. But it's going to be a... It's gonna be a Enjoyable ride. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, people promote me. <laughs> it's interesting that you said that you have. Uh, well, I mean, it's amazing that you have a nine to five now, and it's still within the field that you. It's yeah, still a film. that's so important. You're still, Which, you're interested. Wait, before I want the dose, keep your thought, keep your thought. But the one thing I wanted to say was like I was saying this on Twitter the other day was to like creatives like don't be afraid to go get a nine to five, especially if it's in the creative field. You know what I mean? Like I will yeah, work with a company if it's within the creative field. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like this whole concept of like having to be an entrepreneur or some hustle, shit. Hustle, hustle. You have to hustle and you have to be on your own. I don't work for nobody else. Like, no, if it's nah. like, you have to understand like what it is, what you actually like. Like if you want to do videos and there's a company willing to pay you to do these videos yeah, and come in nine to five with <laughs> benefits and all that other stuff. Yo, who cares? Do it. You know what I mean? I think it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's this thing where it's like, a creative entrepreneur, and I know like you've spoken about that, like the definition of that, ask people about what's your definition of a yeah. creative entrepreneur. It's like people are so confused with the fact of like the entrepreneur part. I think it's the entrepreneur part for a creative entrepreneur is kind of forced upon them. A lot of them are creatives and they're forced to become an entrepreneur because it's like they're doing it for themselves because if they didn't take it in school or something, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, they're not going to really give me a job. So I got to like learn this on my own before they give me a job. But back to your point. I, I get it. I do get what you're. I get what oh, you're I saying. I just want to say her point. I had to cut her off like hardcore, like, 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 <laughs> literally. Like, <laughs> I'm just co-signing you. I had nothing else oh, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was literally just gonna. Heard, literally, yeah. what you just said yeah. was basically towards my point. Damn it! Where, say literally, it again, was I'll, just. Yeah. I think it's so good that you said that you have a nine to five mm-hmm. because, like you said, people are always so stressed about like, okay, I need. To, I'm not an entrepreneur. Well, uh, technically, you're not an entrepreneur if you're not if you are not just doing that full time, but don't let that stress you to the point where you're like okay I have to do this if I get 9 to 5 I'm a failure or I'm whatever I feel like as yeah, creatives we're so mm-hmm. I think we're hardening on ourselves mm-hmm. but other people are so just been like oh you you even 9 to 5 mm-hmm. oh you're you're you know you're not you're not a hustler <laughs> it's like uh so yeah. I and as long as you're doing it doing something that you actually enjoy more of a hustler than you and, man I right? wake up to do my 9 to 5 then I'm gonna go do and my and that then can I'm pay do my 24 7 yeah. and Come that on, can man. pay for equipment the 9 to 5 can pay help pay build your company yes. so 100%. and again you're doing something within your field within the still field, that's the you important even, that goes back you know? I think that was an important thing for me everything, right? that was so. very important because um, I was always I was always like looking in in small ways for a nine to five, but I would never go work retail. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I would never go work retail unless or work something that's not in the field. Yeah, I would. Yeah, 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 it doesn't make sense. The only retail that I I actually thought about Vistec? was I'm dying. <laughs> kind of in the field. I just, yeah, bro, I don't do I that just, just so I can equipment. get the equipment. Yo. Um, <laughs> but you yeah, right to discount it. See, like there's certain there's certain companies that you can go work for that you know as long as you get your foot in the door, you can have those conversations to move to different departments. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, 
uh, reigning champ, I knew that like if I was that was the only retail job that I would take because I know I can go in there and get into certain conversations and try to find a way to work with their creative team. Got you. Um, but other than that, it's like if it wasn't a creative job doing like film or photography or something, something along those lines, I wouldn't want to do it. Like, I'm not going to go work at Foot Locker. Mm -hmm. Like, for what? Mm -hmm. But if you had to, like, say you, you applied for the creative job that you mm -hmm. want full time, mm -hmm. but you just haven't heard back or you say you're not getting the mm -hmm. one, the jobs that you want yet, but you need money. You're oh. not getting booked. You're st or are you still willing to do oh, those I, grind jobs just just for I the mean, time being? It's I not wasn't. Permanent. I definitely wasn't. I, would, I didn't. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't. Okay. And that's just like I was I was very stubborn and it was very much so because of my background or like my my parents I would say um not because they like instilled for me to be stubborn it's because I needed to prove to them and to everybody mm. that doubted me that, mm. that I could do it. So like a chip you know on your shoulder mean? type thing. I, I yeah, all all the time. All the but time. you also weren't living on the streets proving I yourself. Wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I no, wasn't. No, I'm just saying cuz I, I feel like in a sense us being where we point. are, I feel like we're very privileged yeah, yeah. to have the option. To oh be yeah, it wasn't like this guy was like sitting on like on. Hollywood Boulevard downtown, <laughs> like LA, like no, it's no, like no. I ain't no. gonna do that. <laughs> this works. <laughs> no, I understand having to prove yourself and like because that's huge, especially coming from a West Indian background. Oh yeah, you'd right. be like, listen, mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna show you, but. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to it, if you really had to, like... If I really had to, then yeah, I would probably of course, go to yeah, the house just, or something. It, it's but survival. do you think this comes with you know age, what? though? Is it, does this come with age? I worked at a bank for a little bit, mm. but, like, oh. it just didn't feel right. You know, like, by the time I get home from that, I was just, like, exhausted. I didn't even want to do the creative work. And I'm like, yo. Oh. Yeah, so it's like, even after that, I was like, yo, I can never go back and do a job where there's nothing tied to video. Mm -hmm. Um, There is definitely that aspect to it. Something that came up in conversation once was being like, there's there's multiple things that someone like Josh and I would have to deal with going into any studio. Um, one, being black. Two, being very good at what we do. So like anyone that would interview us will feel threatened by the fact that oh, yeah, we're this is, able to do yeah, this is something very good. Like they're shocked. Well, it's not shocked. It's not. They're not shocked that it's like, oh, this black guy really knows what he's doing. It's more shocked that like, it's not even shocked. It's like we go in, and they'll see our work. They'll see our portfolio. They'll be like, holy shit, these guys can come in, do what do what we're doing, build a relationship, steal our clients. And and see, that's one thing. So like, it's that's a perfect example is like crazy. With, one thing I would say, yeah, definitely with that is like, and I was saying like the whole thing is a lot creative. Is like in the sense of like you want to get a job in a creative field, but like let's say you didn't go to school for a creative field or it's not what you did. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I got, and that's why I'm saying you're kind of forced to become this creative entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. And then once you do that, it's like, cool. Now you have enough portfolio that you can get a job. But then, like, most of these sites or like everything, like you go to your site and it's like literally like your own company. So why would another? It's like if Steve Jobs is going over to like Bill Gates and he's like, "Yo, can I get a job here?" It's like, why? <laughs> like you got your own thing going on, right? Okay. And I think that's the problem. Like a lot of uh, production companies, a lot of studios look at it that way. Like you kind of have to really sell yourself as like. I'm a freelancer opposed to like I have a company or I have my own brand or this because they see that as like a threat. A lot of them I think see that as kind of. 
But imagine if Steve Jobs and Microsoft, mm. they imagine they collaborated. Yeah. Imagine they actually came. To, they, they, I don't know what that would look like. I feel yeah. like that'd be insane. It would look like like a rainbow and a leprechaun. You never see it. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I do see what you're saying. But even it's crazy. To- I actually had an interview where like the guy looked at my stuff, showed me showed me the stuff that they generally do. And he's like, yo, do you think this is something you could do? And I'm like, um, yeah, yeah, this is definitely something crazy. I could do. Like, here's an example. And like, I went even deeper into like my Vimeo to show him stuff exactly like this. He's like, oh, cool. Like, how did you do this? And I was like, explaining to him how I did. Like, he asked me some of the dumbest things. And I'm like, people don't ask you these questions unless they're like fishing or they're Skeptical? trying to like. Like, they want to, if you actually yeah, did it. Yeah, like, it got really weird. And then after that, he was like, hey, just wanted to let you, like, he emailed me like, he emailed me back. He's like, yeah, I just want to let you know that we're no longer looking for anyone for the position. We we realized that like we don't have enough money for it. Blah, blah, blah all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I'm you're like, overqualified. Yo, mm-hmm. I'm Yo like, that actually happens a lot. Of course. But then I think I'm like, like, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, because a lot of these people that they were like a small business and a lot of people that they're interviewing and like doing like videos with, it's like I would be there kind of by myself or with one other person and mm. I'll be building relationships. So that way... It's like they lose whatever mm. but like oh. you know i still think tying it back to everything that we kind of started with it's like if you help me and like you're promoting me and i'm promoting you it's like why would we want to undercut each other well that's the thing they have to believe right and i think that's the thing like believing like a majority of times it's like like i feel like and again this has happened to me going into other studios as well right now i'm at the point where i've worked with other studios that they know like oh i'm just here to literally just work with them i'm not mm-hmm. here to take your clients i'm not here to do that i'm just here to actually help build whatever you're doing and i come in as an editor i come in as like whatever like strategizing and help them for projects um but at the beginning it was hard because you have all your own stuff and they see it and it's like literally and then like a lot of thing i could say about a lot of other like productions that ones that i haven't worked with like sometimes like these companies they're huge companies they're making millions of dollars a year but they're not great you know what i mean like they're like literally you realize like all the people we know we could probably pull in like 20 people that would like m- make the craziest dopest yeah. stuff but like these companies the difference is is like again the business side the business acumen like they have people that are like literally i've seen one company like I went there and they have like a sales team of like 20 people that are on the phone all day with different brands and companies. So the people that are creating can just create while like they have a full sales force pushing. Are these, all these experiences you're talking about, is that in Toronto? These are all, yeah. Uh, I haven't gone far. I can't go far. Oh, Okay. Uh, you know, we don't have dual citizenship. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> like, you know? I mean, like, you work. I you can't do just, like, fall to okay. New York and apply to, like... Okay, but if you... Let's just say you did or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you were to go to L.A., mm-hmm. do you, or have you had any experiences kind of like this? Or how, what's your experience like when you go to L.A.? I'm not trying to put down Toronto. No, no, But no. I'm just curious. Can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I just think... Well, L.A., again, I, I think from, like, from my experience... Off the record, people, I don't have... <laughs> Off the record, <laughs> oh, you know what? On record, on record, I don't have a visa. Off the record, I can't, I can't work there. Legally. Oh yeah, I know why. <laughs> Yo, can we? Talk I can't story? work there legally, and I've never worked there legally. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not I've never worked there. Period. Not illegally, legally. That's true. true I've never true. done yeah, anything. Yeah, all there. the work was done I've here. Went, I've went there. I've met some friends. I took some pictures just for the gram. Um, I've never worked there. Okay. LA is a cool place though. Yeah. yeah. I need to go. I'm definitely going. Oh my God. Okay. One thing I wanted to ask you, or actually even you, Josh, do you feel like with your nine to five, do you feel like 
you've gotten into this mindset as you've gotten older or because as you get old, like say you're in your mid twenties, you don't realize, you know, you don't think about dental, you don't think about life insurance, you don't no. think about any of that no, no. stuff or like, mm-hmm. um, you know, a savings plan, yeah. whatever, RSP, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So as you start hitting your thirties, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, Oh, I, I need to get my teeth fixed and mm-hmm. I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so age me. Anyways. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, is it, a more mature, I'll say that. Is it a more mature mindset of, I actually, I might want a house one day. I might want a mortgage. I might yeah, want to, you know, that. have something for the future. There's that. It's all that. I think it's also just like the sacrifice. Like personally for myself, um, it's the, uh, well, like again too, like Willsey was saying, like he was stubborn on that point. I'm not stubborn at that point where like <laughs> if I need to get some shit, I'm going to go work where I need to work. <laughs> you'll, you'll work anywhere, eh? <laughs> Yeah, if I have to, I have to, right? <laughs> I'm <laughs> but, stubborn, man. But I get that though. Like yeah. you saying, again, he has a chip on his shoulder. He has something to prove and stuff, right? Yeah. So again, my story is a little different, right? So my thing was like, if I have to, I've worked at clothing stores. I've worked at different things all the time. And then like again, as time progressed, there was times where it was like before I went to this fully, fully full time. Because there's times I've been full time, jump back, got mm-hmm. a job, jump back, whatever. It's it was taking the. Uh, but before I went like full time, full time for like the last couple of years, you know, there was the thought of like again, like doing things in at least the the same industry. Right. But the whole thought process, I think, of you're saying with the um, what you asked with the dental and, you know, yeah. all that. I think it's just a, like that obviously is like important. As well. yeah. like, when you realize I haven't gone to the eye doctor, I haven't gone to the dentist. Like, luckily, I'm young, so my body's not breaking down. But like that shit will catch up. <laughs> those, with are, yeah. those are kind of the smaller things to me. I'm just trying to like. Oh, nigga, that's not small. One day when I see Wills come back with like Joel Santana, like, I work out my. <laughs> but yo, so yo. So yo, I mean like there's a dental and all that stuff, but like when you like more immediately, mm. like it's just like thinking about And this like, is coming exactly from the guy that gets massages and stuff from oh, his uh, chiropractor. I see. Oh Sun Life Insurance. <laughs> like, right? Weekly, like, oh hey guys, uh yo, I'm just coming back from my massage in my car. Back from my massage. Uh, like, shout what? out to Josh, not this Josh, another Josh. Wow, Josh that takes the, care. So the Sun Life Insurance. No, <laughs> it's not even insurance. It's just like <laughs> all right, so like you know when you, that's why he's like, oh, when it's you okay. do what you do, do mm-hmm. you gotta like you Take gotta care offer yourself. your services. Mm-hmm. Receive service. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, that makes I sense. I just barter a lot of stuff, like just things that that are gonna help me. So I know I'm like with my camera, like or in front of my computer, just like bent over, like hunchback, like all this stuff. So pause. And as we get as we get old, oh. <laughs> wow, wow, this guy's a hunchback turned over. I'm dead. You're so rude. <laughs> guy, guys, he actually left. The door is closing. He's so extra. Okay, he I have a question for you. Oh, he'll be back. Because <laughs> I don't think he has his shoes on. Oh, oh no, he got his shoes Yo, on. Yo, the extraness and he, oh, he gets, oh my God, I'm dying. But no, the only thing that I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. is because you have the podcast and the photography going on simultaneously, right? Yeah. And I know they both go hand in hand with each other. Yeah. Is there one that, like, that you rather go, like, is there a, a lane that you or do you see it both working simultaneously that you can always do it? Or is there one going to take over? So I have two mm-hmm. sides to that. Yeah. Um, I would love them to both work simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, which makes <laughs> I sense. I can't say the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you said it perfectly, just okay. very slowly. <laughs> uh, right? I had to. <laughs> um, simultaneously. To be honest, I 
I only get paid from one, yeah, yeah. which is my photography. Well, yeah, the podcast, but I feel like, is a harder thing in general. I enjoy the podcast. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying I don't enjoy my clients. I yeah. do love work. I love people. I love, like, I yeah. love people. But the podcast is such a different side of things where mm-hmm. I get to meet so many different interesting types of people and hear their mm-hmm. stories yeah. that, I don't know, it just, it brings a different side of joy for me. So, for me, I honestly see for my future the podcast yeah and even expanding the podcast whether it be like uh, workshops more events yeah. um i want to be i want to launch something else i can't really say yeah. but no say it say it say it this is not a safe place <laughs> i want to do i want to do a cool thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i definitely think the podcast is something i want to do um see you guys teabagging right now <laughs> oh, <pause>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so much editing. Holy shit! Um, but yeah, no, I definitely think the podcast is something yeah. I'm leaning more towards, especially really? okay. on the travel aspect. Gotcha. I want to be able to travel and interview people in different countries because yeah. I feel like we have this thing in our head where, actually, no, I think the mindset's actually changing that North that North America. I can't. Yeah. The North America <laughs> is not just the Holy Grail anymore. Gotcha. Like we need to realize, or we're starting to realize that Africa, all the different countries oh, within more Africa, even over there. I want, and I want to go to Asia. I want to go to. Gotcha. I want to go to so many different places to, mm-hmm. to highlight other creatives. Yeah, this creatives. Yo, in India, there are crazy creative. Oh, and yeah. Like gone, like everywhere. Yeah. So I want to be able to highlight other creatives around the world, mm-hmm. just to. You just don't yeah. have the tools. That is true. Sorry. They just don't have the tools. So yeah, in like yeah. India in some places. In certain, like, yeah, exactly certain places, in certain places. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to keep it just here. I want to make it international. So the for photography sure. right now is like again. So it's more like it, well, taking do that photography skill. No, you do it. the so photography. So it's like yeah. hand in hand. So it'll always be together. It'll always be together for sure. Gotcha. I would. I mean, ideally, I would love to have an agency mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for my photography. I'd love oh, yeah. to offer yeah. offer other services. Gotcha. Um, like I, I write as well. A lot, yeah. don't do, do, eh, a lot of people don't know that I write. Okay. okay. So I would love to incorporate that mm-hmm. within my work. So yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I don't like working by myself. I like. I, I'm a team person. Do you find photography is very? Because I can say video is like. Very lonely. Like people oh, think photography it's not. is very lonely. Like yeah. other than my clients, I'm yeah. like I'm by myself uh, all yeah. the time. Yeah, because I'm edit. Oh, and I'm talking about the editing aspect. That's not, what I'm talking about too. Not the creating yeah. aspect. Like I work with my clients from the creative direction yes. and all that kind of stuff. But for me, I'm I'm starting to realize more and more, and saying this out loud now, mm-hmm. that I'm not. I don't know if I'm 100. percent an entrepreneur if i'm meant okay. to be an entrepreneur i feel mm-hmm. like i'm a team person gotcha. and i work really well on mm-hmm. teams and giving ideas yeah. um not saying i can't execute on my yeah. own mm-hmm. but i just i like being surrounded by other like-minded creatives yeah. and team building i love all that kind of stuff gotcha. so i feel like if i got hired if i applied to work, to work for an agency yeah. that would be like for me that would be my dream job yeah i don't necessarily need mm-hmm. to work for myself just myself on the photography yeah. side of things gotcha. podcast side of, yeah. side of things 100 mm-hmm. i don't mind doing that solo yeah. um like being a host and even have it having it as a show makes sense yeah and again too i agree with you in the same place where i'm almost at that part where i don't have to be an entrepreneur i don't have to be it's kind of more just again like in the sense of like have to be <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but like it doesn't i don't mind not doing it but you were saying when we we're saying the loneliness because that's a big thing people talk about you don't I think don't... it's not lonely I think I think it's only lonely when you allow it to be. Um, mm-hmm. Aside from like like when you're in the editing, especially video, because video takes a long time to edit. It does take a long time to edit, but I find I find what a lot of people do that makes it lonely is that they don't 
they're not communicating with other people or or um enjoying the process with someone else even if it's like remotely um something that i do when i'm really enjoying like anything i'm editing or even a lot of times i try to like link up with like josh or chad to like edit and i'll like i'll have my laptop and just edit whatever now that i have a freaking laptop and i could do that but um even another thing that i do that people won't really know other than like these guys is like if i'm editing and i'm having fun i'm like oh this shit looks crazy i'll like send it to josh and i'll be like yo peep this this shit looks oh crazy. Yeah, yeah whatever right so that way yeah okay like through doing that i'm i don't feel like i'm just in a room by myself locked in editing you know what i mean and then also like doing that next like exporting it sending it out or like taking a, a picture um recording a video on my phone of like the playback it allows for like a cool little break time like some cool down mm-hmm. time so that your brain's not just like od going mm-hmm. um so that's that's my take on on that whole thing and why it's not a lonely process to me I and agree. that's a, so so yeah there's that editing part and after it's like obviously the filming when you're working with the team, it's not lonely. Even when you're filming, you're not. Well, filming, yeah, I you're feel like never it's the really one by time. yourself. You always yeah, have a subject. Not, maybe lonely is the wrong term then. I think it's lonely because I think when you allow it to be lonely, more, brother. It, as he's explaining, because I'm like thinking about even my editing mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. I'm always on the phone with O'Shane or my other True. friends or, that are in the creative field, or even friends that are not in the creative field. I'm like, hey, do you want to see a video that I just want to get your your advice or whatever? So in that sense, I would say no, I'm not lonely in that sense, but. In some aspects, sometimes I feel like it just it would I would like a team like in person. Like I'm very chill, fine mm-hmm. with hanging out by myself or yeah. doing whatever. But I feel like being in a as, in a team setting, um, I find that more exciting. Like that would be where the word work better for me in a sense. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and the reason why I said I feel like it's lonely is like I think I'm similar in the sense where like I'm I'm talking. I like to talk to people and stuff like that. And it's like like just like engage with people, right? Mm-hmm. And the one thing is like because a lot of times I say I'm editing. I'm editing from like the home office. I'm there. I'm by myself. No one else is here. Like, okay, I have a joke that I find funny. You know what I mean? I might message Wills, but maybe Wills had a night like a late night like shoot, so he's still asleep or something, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't respond. Good message. I, you know I, I'm my answer. No, okay, but you know what I mean. Like, or I call someone, they're not, yeah. I can't. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm the worst right example now. to use. <laughs> okay, for okay. anyone to try to be like, yo, you know when you message your friend and they don't answer, or like you call your friend and they don't answer. I am the guy where it's like, yo doesn't matter what time it is something happens and you're like yo who do i call uh, yo just call will man i know that they will answer because <laughs> i will answer i'm the guy that always answers oh, you know okay. they you know how they say typical light-skinned people like they don't reply no i'm the complete not. opposite i like like yo if i get text message like right now which i probably will in a few seconds like i'll be like oh shit like yo hold up let me stop what i'm saying all right. Okay. Yeah. Back to right Okay. Not that. Oh, but Josh, your stories yeah. are dope. But as I'm saying, they're hilarious. That's where I find the time to, I guess, find like because again, like hilarious. being with a team oh, person. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know that's your best friend, eh? Because only your best friend can track you. <laughs> okay, but oh. no. My one thing is what I'm saying is like. Like, okay, aside from, okay, if I message, okay, he'll answer. Let's say he does answer. Okay, so you have a joke you want to tell someone, oh, this is funny. Like, when you're at work, there's that whole, like, you know, you got someone next to your desk. If you work, wherever you work, it doesn't matter, right? You can be like, hey, oh, you can be like, hey, like, 
this is funny, blah, blah, blah. And the person's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And you could share those little, those little moments you could steal. Even when I worked at the store before and stuff, like, I had that. Where I noticed now, especially with the editing process, like, I was working, like, 12 videos the other day where it's just, like, literally, like, by myself. And, like, mm. aside from saying it to the client, like, they don't need it till I'm done. So it's like. What do I do? What do I do? You know what I mean? I call yeah. my friends and my friends are like, yo, yo, I'm at work right now. Let me call you on my lunch. I'm like, damn it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I just think it could be lonely in that side. Like there was a, a topic. Um, do you listen to like the Peter McKinnon? Yes. Like his yeah. YouTube channel, he was talking about like how it, and he was talking about creators in general. Like YouTube is like the loneliest job because aside from filming, you're usually just editing and then posting and uploading and sharing. And it's not this like interactive thing. So I don't know. I'm kind of in the same boat with you when you say like you like to be around people on a team and stuff. I enjoy that as well. And I just feel like it can be super lonely. You can be lonely like, working with a team. Well, that's just like if they don't like if you. If they're not in this on the same page as you. Yeah. Because if you feel like you're constantly arguing mm -hmm. or I don't know, they're just not getting it. That can seem lonely. It'd be very frustrating. You know what's crazy? I, I was at I was at the um, I was at the studio that I'm gonna be working at today, and like walking through, it's a very dim lit, quiet place because everyone's kind of like it's not cubicles really, but everyone's kind of like focused in on their their two to three screens, just editing. And like, if there is any talking, it's like a quick whisper to hand over a, a sticky note to be like, yo, here's some notes on, on this edit. That's why I feel I've worked with, like I was saying, with the production like, that's companies. Crazy. And it's the same thing. Like as the editor, like unless I'm talking to the visual effects team and they're saying something off to me, I was literally like not talking to anyone all day aside from like a lunch break. And then like you go back yeah. into the matrix. So I, that's why I just feel like even if you're in this. I don't know. It's a very like, like with photography, if you're adding a photo, you can listen to music, you can like have stuff on. I can't like, you know what I mean? You even know that yourself. If you're doing a video, you're stuck in totally that video. Different. Like you, you can't take your mind off and like, I'm going to play some music or listen you're to listening a podcast. To so I was just, I was just yeah. literally, I was literally just <laughs> being, I don't even want to say <laughs> devil's advocate, but I was literally, I was literally just being, I was just letting you guys drag that mm -hmm. on. I don't think lonely is the word. I know lonely is mm -hmm. not the word. I think it's just more, it's more so like especially when you're editing you're mm -hmm. just very much in your head and being in your head puts you in like this place where it can feel lonely but i mean like you're there talking to yourself and like you're you're judging every move that you're making at that moment so it's a very it's a very vulnerable time for you say anybody like yeah yeah could get that way mundane vulnerable lonely like those are those are words that can kind of sum it up but it, it can be it can be a very vulnerable state i think i think the reason why they say creatives are um have Sarah a lot Kiddos? of like oh. mental health oh shit. That's <laughs> i think the reason why they say a lot of creatives have mental health issues is because like we're in our heads a lot and because we're in our heads a lot and we're talking to ourselves a lot it's like you're talking to yourself, you're judging yourself, and then it's like you're judging yourself for talking to yourself. And like your thoughts, your thoughts just run wild because like you think you think about all these different scenarios or whatever the case may be. Like Heath Ledger, he had to like get himself mentally ready to be the Joker. And to do that, you have to go insane. So he went insane, literally. Like he couldn't snap out of it. So, like, as a creative, like, you have to get yourself in a mind state to think about 
whatever it is. And depending on where the project takes you, it could take you to like another level that like sometimes you can't come back from. And it's a very vulnerable, very, 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 This makes like no one wants to become a creative after that. If you have no one to um to talk to, to yeah. talk it out with, mm-hmm. then it, like you said, you're in your head. You, you need to have it's a true. check. You so, need to have a check. So like, Julianne, is there anything right now that you are <laughs> like into, obsessed with in a sense from like in general, anything to do with like the internet, social media, film, video, photography, your own likings. Like what's, what are you like into right now? That's something that like. What am I into? I don't know. I feel like I'm into everything. Um, Like create just anything? Anything. Anything. <sighs> God. Like what have you in this last like week, two weeks, month been like just like. Okay. I'm a huge movie. I, this yeah. is so boring, but I'm no. a huge movie head. I love movies. That's not, we're on a secret filmmaker side. I know. <laughs> but, no, like, I don't want to make it so obvious brain. though. Like yeah. that's no, but I genuinely have always loved me. I've always been that person. I mm-hmm. love movies. I love mm-hmm. classics. I love yeah. movies. My favorite actor is Sidney Poitier. Like uh, I love. Like that, to, serve love to Serve With Love is one of love. my favorite Is that the one movies. with the high school? And the heat of the night, yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I love classics. I just yeah. I love film. Um, yeah. So, what's a I movie love, that we should watch? You know, or these guys should I'll watch? Admit, I'm very bad at remembering actors' names, in actors movies? and actresses. No, just in general. Just in general. I'm bad with names. Period. Let's see. So, what's a movie that I think like you can like uh, let us know that we should watch or the audience should watch or whoever? Your like pick. old or new? Old, new. Future it hasn't been made. This is Jody Ann's pick. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So oh you have gosh. one movie to put us on. Don't put don't don't put us on like an obvious movie. Put us on a movie like not us but our listeners. Yeah. Put us on. Oh shit. Um. Damn it. I have it in my head, but I can't say it. Um. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What good is it? In it. Your we'll head? do it in like oh charades. Yo. No, it's 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 movie. It's a movie from the seventies. And Jesus oh Christ. Yeah, no, it's a really good movie. Oh my gosh, what's his name? What's it about? So basically, this guy he protects this little girl from mm-hmm. sort of she's like being abused. Mm-hmm. And he's like this under which you wouldn't really think he's like Arab and he's like this undercover CIA. Not CIA, he's not a CIA, but he's like I guess underground. Okay. Kind of like guy that he's like good for the good. Kills the bad people. I'm yeah. not explaining this very well. But this is in the seventies. Really bad. This is like from like the late eighties. This is not the video where the guy goes and he gets shot. He's like, Nyeh. no. Um, that should be fun. Okay, so you know the movie sure. Black Swan. Yes. Okay, so the lead With actress Nicole Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman is gotcha. it? She's a little girl in this movie. She's probably like okay, ten. Okay. Um, hold on, let me get. Yeah, you gotta like just get her i her IMDb. That movie is. I love that movie. Hold on. So this will be your pick, and everyone will watch it about the Arabic guy that saves the little girl. <laughs> I should even say Arabic. the professional. There we go. It's oh, called okay, the professional. Okay. Really, really good movie. Never heard about that, but it's like a good storyline. Did they? I don't know why I said eighties. See, I'm bad, bad with timelines, guys. Ninety four, but it's a really good. Wow! Movie. Oh, I know. You I know. 70, I said seventies. It was old. I remember it was old. <laughs> Bro, that's what I was thinking. Like, yo, what movie would be made like that? Like, I'm thinking like some uh, black exploitation oh movies. God, you know, those ones so with like terrible. Foxy, no, it's called Foxy that- Cleopat, that type of stuff. Like Trust with the me. afros, like Superfly. So like, edit that out. But yeah, it's called The Professional. Oh, for sure. Really good movie. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Leon The Professional. This movie made in like 1972. Oh, actually, sorry, it was 94. <laughs> what? 
You know, Might as well be the 80s. Those 20 <laughs> years are pretty close to each other, you know? Oh, 94, 73, same thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> dope, dope. All right, man. Well, I, I think this is the part of the podcast where we're going to start wrapping it up like uh, Christmas wrap. We're done? Shit. Yeah. Huh? What's your movie pick? Or what's your, oh, I was, what are you interested he, in? I was saying. He dropped um, his pick. What was my pick? I don't remember. You want to listen back? No, no, no. What was my pick? Oh, I said the social animals, the documentary. Oh yes, that was okay. You're right. Will doesn't give us a pick though. I don't have a pick. So, I've I haven't been watching, and actually, I've only been watching series. I just finished Titan, which is. I need. To, oh, have you seen you? You need to watch you. Oh, yeah, see, you were talking about that. You, really have you watched good. you? Yo, it's good, bro. It's good. It's good. It's like some sappy stuff. No, no it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's like a thriller. Yeah, mixed with thriller mystery. Thriller is the best a way to say it. You're right. There, but like twisted love. Yeah, it's not like I wouldn't say it's a love movie at all. It's a thriller, it's a almost a horror, show. almost a horror. Like you know, horror? sometimes Netflix will put horror like. You think it's horror though? Not horror, like thriller. scary horror. Thriller, it's thriller. thriller yeah. yeah, thriller, thriller. Yeah, fuck it, thriller. <laughs> no, you need to watch it, bro. I honestly, when the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, yo, like you could tell when something's gonna be good within the first like five minutes, ten minutes, mm-hmm. and the way they did it, like how you're just like in his head, like it's narrated within like his voice and like he's like acting on things it's like pretty cool well although i hate how it ended not gonna ruin it for anybody but it ended Mm. it's a series no it's a series yeah i'm like series are cool but i hate series lately because like every time they end it's like they ended on a cliffhanger for the next season yeah and then a lot of the times you just never know if it gets renewed for the next season Mm. And like even if like no one else liked it, it's like oh I kind of liked it. Like I want to see where this is oh, going. Oh yeah, it's like How to Make It America. I'm still waiting for like you know I'm still waiting for four. Heroes to come out with. Um... Yo, oh Did my gosh, the cheerleader! No, they started they started it back, but like they rebooted it. But the way the way the original series ended, she was standing on top of something and she jumped. Oh, off, she jumped off and, and they showed the it. world. No, and then they were on TV and then she like fixed herself and then she was like, yeah, my name's whatever. Yeah, that was and it. that's like yo shit. True. You discontinued it, but that kind of like lets you know, like you kind of can fill in the blanks there. I think. No, you can, but you don't know where the complete story is going to go. And the reason why, the reason why a lot of things cut are all around the same time is because streaming became a thing. And like, no, wasn't that the the writers? Oh no, they came back after that. No, that because strike. they weren't getting enough views. But a lot of people weren't incorporating streams as views. Back there was a writer strike times. back then too. Remember, there was a writer strike, and the heroes there got like paused yeah. in Hollywood. Right. And then I think it came back. I love that show so much. It was cool. I got into it super late, like super, super late, like years later. But the lead, I, one of the the brother of the guy that flew the well, he flew too actually. Um, the one that played like the politician, the, or the one that had kind of like the, the mouth to the side. Brother. Oh, and he kind of had talks like a little bit like like yeah he's to the in side. The show, this is us. He oh plays okay the okay dad. okay he's in that show yeah he, okay I lo- okay, and, okay yeah I does he always that. talk like that. Yeah, yeah, that's always but that's like What's wrong? His mouth. Does he have like do you have a stroke or something? No. And you know, on that cue guys. Wow. No, no, I'm That's just how he talks. Oh, okay. No, but I thought like maybe We're gonna let this bird fly now. Because he was on Gilmore Girls too. He mm. played uh Luke's uh nephew. And his mouth was all fucked and up like he, that? His mouth is <laughs> fucked up, man. No, I'm just saying Yes, he always yeah, he he just that's how he talks. Just okay, the muscle the muscle there doesn't move. The muscle there so is then not something that happens. Strong. No, nothing happened. But There's you no know way. what? It's his trademark. Cause when you you don't Yo, really... what happened to Forrest Whitaker? His eye just doesn't open, man. No, nigga, something. He's a soul child. On, bro. You never know where he's looking. It's you the same, so? like it's <laughs> what niggas are cross-eyed. It's like, why are your <laughs> eyes like that? I don't know. I was born this way. <laughs> why 
Why do you make that voice? <laughs> Why did your voice change? Because I have to imitate being someone so... else. <laughs> Wait, what's his name? The guy's name from <sighs> Heroes? Man. I just want to see if he was like born that way or not. Well, well I'll find no, out. No, he could have had an accident when he was younger. <laughs> Jason, oh, no, you're right. Jason. Oh, shit. Yeah, even his. Uh... his just when he smiles. Even when he smiles. Yeah. You're. I've been into painting as well. Yo. <laughs> yeah, uh... I kind of remembered painting. Oh, yeah? What kind? Like, really? Oh, that's. Yeah, honestly, okay. I love. Um, Acrylic. Physical art. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like we live in a world where everything's so digital. Like, mm-hmm. I, like it's been a while. I used to airbrush. Still do sometimes. So, like, you're actually, like, like painting now? Like, I physically? can't think for shit. I just, oh. like, I just like the fact that I, I'm just trying. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, it's gotcha. just something I like just, to do. Yeah, yeah. And film. I yeah. love shooting. And I shoot film as well. Oh, you're shooting on film I now? Love, yeah, I want, I want to actually turn my basement to a dark room. Oh, like actually like film, developing like and everything. Yeah, film. Yeah, that. Oh, sure. Yeah, I got a film camera three years ago and I have like two What points. has been like the, tr- like why has everyone been getting so much into film lately? Like I did it in high school yeah. and I loved it. And yeah. that's, that, that's what, what my introduction to photography actually gotcha, was. Same. High school. Like when you actually had to go develop When I had it. to go in the dark room and just like extra it. elective. I had to do yeah. it. I was like, oh, this is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, But I got back into it just because I was like, I miss just not looking at the screen mm. and and seeing my Got shot you. like i just i i felt like it would make me a better photographer mm. especially working on my composition all that kind of Making thing sense. it just mm. kind of disciplines you to mm. to take your time and not rush and click like mm-hmm. click 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 and get all those shots 100 percent. so agree. that's why i started shooting film again and i really enjoy it mm. see i didn't know i didn't i seen like a lot of photographers been posting that they're looking to like shoot they love shooting film again or they're getting like a lot of people have been getting more into it i was just wondering like what it was because like i never with video i never shot on like 35 millimeter film like for video right mm. um like yeah i shot on hdv tapes and that kind of stuff but that's still not yeah. like actual 35 millimeter like those rolls canisters yeah, exactly. that they used to carry like um so like when it came with photographer oh, sorry some photographers lately even like again have been saying like they like shooting on film so i didn't know if it was the sense of like the the texture it gives you in the in I the photo the or if it's like it's literally not looking at well. like you said not looking at the not looking the it photo. trains you just mm-hmm. to kind of like yeah, just take your time. For me, and that was just mm-hmm. my personal why why I went back into mm-hmm. it. I was like, I felt like I was just shooting. I felt yeah. like I was just pressing a button. I, like I mm-hmm. felt like at a point where I was like, although I'm still doing the work, I'm editing, but I was like, yeah. I miss just, I don't know. I miss the discipline. Yeah. And I felt like I was losing my discipline mm-hmm. as a photographer. So I felt like going back, getting getting a film camera was just training me to just take my time and really be intentional mm-hmm. with all my shots got you got you okay okay okay. and you only have 35 exposure yeah yeah sometimes 24 oh so it's like <laughs> so really like you're like you really have to be and you, like yeah if you literally have to pay attention to so many different things <laughs> yeah yeah when yeah? you're just shooting film oh, man. Okay, so okay, okay. composition your exposure mm-hmm. um just yeah everything yeah everything Damn, okay, okay. Yeah, I've been wondering that. I was looking at it. I was seeing like the, the whole thing with like a lot of people starting to shoot. Like many more people are, some more people are starting to shoot film. And I was wondering like, oh shoot. Like, I remember you had you had a, mm-hmm. you had a story about that and you were asking people mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. I remember you did oh, a while Oh, that back. was more, and I, I think we recorded a podcast about that. I just don't know what happened to the episode or like if it ever came out. No, for your personal No, cinematic. but like we turned oh. that into a podcast episode and we talked oh. about it. And that's what I'm saying where I think I said episode. When we talked about like the nostalgia of stuff and like people like making their footage look older when it's Adding like the filters we to have the yeah, yeah and giving it that look and stuff like that when we have technology that can make us go and i, fr- I swear we actually talked no? about that i just don't know what happened to that oh you never posted it so you posted them in the wrong order hmm. or i might have deleted it no, you posted it in the wrong order i don't know yeah 
Damn. But yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 I get posted in the office. All that shit. All that shit. But no, yeah, like that whole thought of like, yeah, people like now are, are doing stuff that's so like you the videos like podcast. that. I think I deleted that one episode. Um, we talk, but that's that's the topic we could definitely talk about another time. Um, but yeah, like everyone that's like doing like a lot of the videos, <laughs> a lot of people doing the videos, um, making their footage look older. That was one thing, and I like, yeah, I did ask on on my Instagram, and it's like a lot of people say it was nostalgia. Some people just said it's like, I think it's like an easier way to like hide stuff. It's a great way to hide mistakes. Yeah, hide I'm mistakes. I'm not going to lie. I've tried it. Right. And I was like, don't be lazy. I'm not going to lie. I've done it before, too. I've made it. And it's like, when you're shooting it, you don't have to, like, worry so much for something. Especially black and white. Mm-hmm. When you're shooting, you're like, yo, I cannot. You just can't get the color yeah, right. Yeah. And then you make it a black and white photo. It, it's you're like, like oh, oh there we go. Half of my problems <laughs> All solved. All you have to do is make it black and white. You know, bump down the highlights. I'm good yeah, to go. yeah, yeah. And just expose it properly. That's another thing, too. Add some grain on there. And it's, you know. It's, it's, it's perfect. That's one thing. <laughs> I, I, you know what? We talked. We, ta- we spoke. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Matt, when you're first starting out photography, at least mm, for me, mm. I was obsessed. I don't know what your obsession was, but mm. I was obsessed with lens flares. Oh, really? I don't know what it was at lens flares. True. I would put a lens flare in all my photos. Even if there's, and, like, no, even if there's no light? As my logo, because that was my logo. <laughs> and I thought it was the most, like, I thought it was so lit. You thought you were like, Michael Bay? <laughs> no, I thought, <laughs> bruh, it was so nice. Yeah. I, 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 I had to purposely put the lens for like near their eye. Hmm. So it was like, ooh, yeah. look at that. <laughs> Contrast. <It's hilarious. laughs> so I don't know if you had like an obsession when you first started doing anything. If Like if, I don't know if were filters a big thing. Nah, nah. you have to do it yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't think of anything that like I was so obsessed with, like where I would add it too much. There was probably Your something. Videos? Oh my god! Yeah, maybe just the black lens flares. Me, I was and bokeh. Oh my goodness, yeah. I would add. Well, that's one thing I did because before I think like before I had like my first camera was an XH1 and it didn't have like depth of field really unless I like went far zoomed in focus. Yeah. So like I would have to impose sometimes like mask and create this like Gaussian blur in the videos. You mm. know what I mean? But other than that. There obviously was something. I just can't think of it now that I was like probably oh, I like was. I look back at my photos and I'm like, wow. And I had the nerve to type my name as my logo. Yeah. Like, I was so proud. <laughs> so proud. <laughs> I mean, we all start from somewhere, but I no, was very proud. 100%. 100%. 100%, man. It's great. You know what? Even now, like you probably look back at your stuff now and you're like, oh, man, like. I could have did this different or something like that, but then yeah. I didn't, or maybe not. I feel like it gets to a point where it's like right? no matter what, yeah. And I feel like it gets to a point where like no matter what you look back, that's like it. It is you wouldn't change anything, probably. Yeah. But then you look at photos from like I don't know, like the '30s or '20s, mm. whatever, and you're like, those. You see, you still see timeless photos. Well, I, I think that's mm-hmm. like being again being intentional with your work, mm-hmm. really making sure your work, not making sure it looks like that mm-hmm. way, but being intentional with what you're shooting mm-hmm. so it can look timeless that too and i think it's it's also like when you don't do a lot of this stuff like say you're saying like the lens flares and stuff like that like even like with a video like one thing that's super trendy was like the whole transition thing like everyone wanted to do the, the swiping transitions and the pushes and stuff like that and it's like cool but like when we look back at it we're gonna be like yo this it's like it's dated right mm-hmm. so i just think it's like when you make something like I think it's just, I don't know. I believe in like minimalism and simplicity, simplicity mm-hmm. and minimalism. So it's like, if I took it like a frame of you right now on this like video, like I just think like keeping it just as simple as possible, not trying to add more. Mm. It's just makes it timeless and stuff. 
Did you say you have a stuff. look or you go based off what the client, what their what their aesthetic is? Generally, it's a mix of both. Generally, a mix of both because like some stuff that I even dropped on this, these like the what I sent the client was what they asked for and what I released on my stuff is completely different. It's like I'm looking at this one video with a girl in Chinatown. It's like this isn't the look that they want. They want like that old film look. So it was like more of a like warmer tones and stuff. It's like for this, I made it for mine. I was like more pink. And um, yeah, but I don't know. It just depends. It honestly depends on the project. Depends on the feel that you want to give off, the, the music, everything. Everything yeah. just has to work together. So do you feel like it's, like you said, it has to work together, but do you feel like it's still important to have your own, like have a look so people see your stuff for like, or have a niche? Like people see your work and like, oh, that's a J. Wills video. Because mm. I it's feel like niches hard. are It's kind of very... hard to be that. It's kind of hard to, for it to be like that these days. Um, to have a niche? Yeah, because... There's only so much you can do. These like there's actually really only so much you can do with video. Mm. Um before now it's like, all right, bro, like you're doing too much to try to be mm. so different. Mm. Um I know what my style is. I know I like stuff to look more cinematic. I like I like I like emulating now more than ever, I like emulating film. Not film film, but like Yeah movies um you like a story you want to convey yeah it's always a narrative like that's the one thing it's like for most of my videos when it comes down to um like any of like the the major stuff there's always going to be a a progression with with like the character or subject whatever Mm. it may be um event recaps and stuff obviously you can't do that but um yeah it's just trying to find trying to find a story and following it um and showing the details within whatever it is but it's it's hard it's hard now because it's like yeah what's your style it's like i don't know i don't even know if i've developed a a style for myself as yet Mm. but you know in in this day and age like everything changes by by the second and that that goes for like people as well so you know but are you open to like shooting so are you saying like you're open to shooting anything and everything like would you do a maternity shoot or would you no. shoot up like shoot animals <laughs> see but that's the like, thing it's like you will you would be like yo let's get a maternity shoot all right get jay to do it he'll he won't do it you'll know that i won't do that I'm so there's more, things you won't do i'm more sir. i'm more i'm more behind like brands and like anything brand related and that can be music like artist um clothing whatever like companies and stuff like that as well well that could be i mean maternity that like huggies that's yeah, a brand yeah, what about that? What if huggies you, came? like what if huggies contacted you I mean, like we, that's need a, a brand. we need a fire maternity chuck my right? deuces <laughs> i don't need it money <laughs> Throw me out a million dollar check, maybe, but like, nah, I probably wouldn't do it. It doesn't interest you. You're like, ooh, mm-hmm. huggies, yeah, Pampers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I need to shoot that. Nah, I but what if you, it. being you, could add something new yeah. to the table? 
so and you can change it rather than the regular regular like you know like, 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 com- you know you Gillette can twist commercial. it those oh guys? that was, like, that was genius totally i like that shit that was amazing marketing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that was awesome. Holy. Yeah, she's getting awesome. a lot of backlash. Apparently. I don't understand it's why, getting, though. I don't know. Like, because guys are, like, they're trying to say, oh, you're showing guys are soft. Like, what is it? What's the backlash? I can't understand it. Like, from going on Twitter, from what I saw, like, I tried, like, I typed in, like, Gillette and, like, F Gillette or something just to see if, like, what people would say. Yeah. Like, and I saw some, po- I just didn't get it. Like, I guess it's some guys are, like, taking it as... I don't know, like saying like, oh, like I feel like whoever's getting mad acts that way. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? Like they must act that way, and that's why they get because boys I, will be boys. Like, like I don't see anything wrong with what they were saying. The, the commercial basically was just basically saying like, like be accountable, open up your eyes, like don't let yeah. a lot of this like f shit, fuck shit, like keep. Flying. It starts from young, like mm-hmm. when boys are fighting, like oh, boys will be boys, let them fight. Yeah, it out. Let them fight. It's like yeah. I mean, but there are other ways mm-hmm. to, you know. I mean, I guess I don't know. Do you think it's a it's a culture thing? Because we're North America, do you think that's why they're, like there's just a mindset of like that? This is the way it is, and they don't want change. Or, I don't know. Not really, because I can even see people in like other countries being similar in that sense of like mm-hmm. having the same thought process for guys. You know what I mean? Okay. Like think of you can go to Australia. Like well, they have to. Be. Like that's not even Australian Wait, accent. What was that? <laughs> it's like, what was that? But they have the same thought process. <laughs> and <Crikey>. the hand motion. <laughs> Crikey, let's go get it this crocodile. I don't know, man. But yeah. like the commercial was great. I think it was done well. It's something totally different than they ever did. It was like yeah. great, like brand messaging and like, a woman. I I shouldn't even. Okay, I don't want to be mm-hmm. sexist, but I feel like a woman was definitely mm-hmm. behind that and like like yeah. on board. Either like a woman was behind it, or if a but... man didn't think about like it was someone that was thinking oh, that way. You know what I mean? Open minded, yeah. like feminist, forward thinking. Like it's not even feminist. It's just. To me, it's just normal. Like it's just, it's a great commercial. And it's just normal thinking. Yeah, it's just the way you change things. Posit- in a positive I guess way. some people kind of just don't have a mindset like that. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Great commercial though. Good job. Something totally different. Will, what did you do it? I don't know. What did you say? Well, huggies? No, nope. not a huggies. The Gillette commercial. <laughs> but you could add something different. <laughs> yeah, I do a Gillette commercial. Like, because that one had a great message. It had story, and it was like a longer one. They even brought some stuff where it was like yeah, you can, I can it. do a Gillette story, but I wouldn't do a huggy story. True. This guy really just doesn't want to fuck with Huggies. <laughs> I can't relate to it. I don't know. You were once a kid. No. You have a niece. Was she know? uses Huggies. You, you <laughs> right? I don't change diapers though. One day. Uh, one day, yeah. But like, yo, I'm totally nah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you have to change diapers. Yo. I'm a cheat unless like I cheat my kid like how um, Khaled treats Assad and just be like, yeah, this is directed by my. You know. <laughs> executive producer yo. imagine dj cal doing a huggies commercial that'd be <laughs> amazing oh that would like that would be smart though like yo, him right? and his son doing that oh and another one <laughs> yeah yo right? yo, yo. <laughs> that's the bag right yo? There, yo. listen oh man <laughs> That's just crazy how brand can go that far in the sense of having like a catchphrase and then you can like put that into anything and like literally, literally oh damn yeah that's like something else. See, sick. She's right, done. <laughs> <laughs> sick. All right, let's wrap this up then. All right, yo, listen. No, 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 no. Is there a question we have to ask? That's why. All right, guys. So thank you guys for tuning in today, Jolian. Thank you for coming through, blessing the podcast. Thank you know, you having all this conversation, telling us yes, about yourself, yes, yes. jumping in with like the whole crazy issue we want to talk about that went like from what, what are we talking about? We talked about vitamin D, the T bank to. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't know. We talked about, talk, <laughs> <laughs> talk about a lot today. We went through like like promotion, uh, promoting your friends, all that jazz, Netflix. I don't know. You guys definitely heard it all. Um, if you guys have any questions or anything that we should talk about on the next podcast, let us know. Uh, but uh, other than that, peace. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. And we will haunt you guys later.